Hello and welcome to another episode of iZombie Radio here on the DC TV Podcast Network. I am one of your usually regular, sometimes missing co-hosts, Sean Carpenter, and I'm here with my two good friends, as always, Chris King and Blaze Hopkins. Almost got the last names mixed up because my brain decided to be <laughs> silly today, but how you folks doing? I'm doing well. I am, uh... Blaze, you wish you were a king. That I do. Um, I'm doing well, though. I am, uh, pretty busy with work, but, you know, we got Infinity War tomorrow. We got some, uh, awesome iZombie episode to discuss this week, and, uh, otherwise feeling pretty good recently, so... That's me. Chris, you the same uh yeah yeah, nothing too interesting going on with uh with me uh just uh finishing up school for the semester i got like another like another week of classes and then finals are the i guess second week of may the eighth and the ninth are uh when my final projects are due so definitely uh getting into that like busy busy time of the semester lots of writing to do um but yeah, overall things are things are pretty uh, pretty good. Like Blaze said, we're going to see Infinity War tomorrow night. Could not be more psyched for that. We got awesome seats, and we're seeing the like first showing um, here on the East Coast. So it's really perfect. pumped for that. It's stop. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and so that will be fun. Uh, got some cool news this week that um, uh, this is again. I'm only mentioning it because I guess it's writing related that uh, I got. I'm gonna have a couple pieces published in my grad school's lit mag, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, which I'm pretty happy about. And um, what else is going on in my life? Nothing. Know, You're gonna be a father. Too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that imaginary girlfriend of mine. She's she's very pregnant. Um, All the way up in Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know about it, about it, about it, I can't, I can't, sorry, I'm a curse, I can't talk, um, anyway, yeah, before this joke gets any more out of hand, yeah, um, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great, like, boy, uh, Blaze and I were talking kind of with you beforehand, Sean, we're both, like, trying to cram in some Marvel movies, Blaze has done pretty much a full MCU rewatch, uh, I'm doing all the Captain America, so I'm in the middle of Winter Soldier and paused it as we are recording this. So uh, looking forward to after we talk about this fun episode to, to get back into that. And uh, and the weather's kind of nice now on the East Coast, too, mm-hmm. for the most part. A little rainy today, but it's not 40 degrees I don't. Anymore, yeah, exactly. I don't but, mind the rain when it still gets up to, like, <laughs> 60 degrees. I, I know. I was, like, sweating when I was tutoring today when I was working at my school's writing center, and I... Like, I am always cold in there, and for the first time in forever, I was like, holy crap, I was like, can we put the, put the AC on? Um, but yeah, so overall, that's my long-winded way of saying I'm good, and you guys got more of an up- life update from me than you ever probably have before, so hope you enjoyed. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and for those of you wondering, yes, I'm still rewatching literally all of Power Rangers. <laughs> Oh, man. It's a monumental task, but you know what? It has to be done. Someone's got to do it. Exactly. And apparently I picked myself. Uh, um, But before we digress into that, we are going to just head straight into the highly anticipated follow-up to last year's D&D episode with... Season 4, Episode 8, which this title is a lot longer than I was expecting it to be, <laughs> um, but it's not. Chivalry is dead. <laughs> I, I'm good at stalling, if you couldn't figure I, that out. <laughs> I like I, I like that. I like that. I, at first, I was underwhelmed by that title, but the more I think about it, the more I like mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's a dead night. I just yeah that well yeah it was, it was uh, night night of the living dead that was one of the fun 
comic book uh, title cards, and then we also got the sword in the Stonewalled, which I also enjoyed. Uh, Immortal yeah. Combat was my favorite. Yeah, uh, yes, Immortal With Combat. With Zombie th- Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I like how a zombie LARPing transformed into zombie Thunderdome. Thunderdome. I, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to talk whether I'm doing a Canadian accent or not, apparently. Uh, and uh, I'm just as bad as Clive. And, uh, LARPing. And, uh, Clive LARPing or uh, LARPing? Yeah, LARPing, yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then we got, a, we got a Doctor Who reference, too, this week, which mm-hmm. I'm sure, Blaze, you appreciated. That I did. Oh, yes. Uh, given my first roundtable with Raul in 2016 about how he was going to be originally in a Doctor Who fan film, this was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I don't even I don't know what's better though, the reference or when Clive tells him he wants an answer based more on reality, and he just and then Robbie's response is. Well, I'm sure you'll find one once the zombie medical examiner eats the victim's brain. And Raul's <laughs> delivery of it was just so good. Just at the oh. sheer ridiculousness that is this show um, on a week-to-week basis. He said it with the most serious face, but in the most, like... Sarcastic and, like, yeah. you way. Yep, it was great. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode was actually just, I, man, it was it was fun, and I mean, Liv did sort of succumb to the brain more so this entire episode, speaking in the highfalutin British Knights of the Round Table esque <laughs> sort yeah, of like accent, mighty uh, like Monty Python kind of in like, yeah and the Holy Grail, yeah no I. I agree with you. I wanted to bring... I'm glad you brought that up, Sean, because that's something I wanted to talk about, and I kind of touched on this in my review, which is what I appreciated about this episode was she does the voice and has, like, the mannerisms the whole time, but I never felt like she was anything but Liv. Yeah. You get, yeah, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Whereas, like, when we had was, the, was the, yeah. the, 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 the Dowager Brain earlier this season... Um, and 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 even the sports uh, fanatic one, I felt like there was no, like those brains were getting in the way of her doing her job, and like being the character we know she is. Whereas this, she was like even when she's talking to uh, to Isabel on the phone, and uh, and she's like figuring out you know what what the deal is with her new coyote, she's still. She's still going through the. Uh, she's she's still kind of taking charge and and making sure things get done, even when she's uh, using uh, the terrible like fake old English that they're trying to mm-hmm. <laughs> that they that they use at Renaissance fairs. I, I don't want to insult Renaissance fairs. I've never been to one, but yeah. Anyway, it's pretty great that we finally get to see this middle road between the brain and live and it's sort of working in her favor more so than typical other brains that we've seen her on at least this season. Um, cause there's not much that comes to mind from the previous seasons. Cause while the brains were wacky, they had their, their uses. There was, Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just gonna add. Yeah, I, I agree. I, the one, the one example I can think of is the other, only other example, because I think that's a really great point that you bring up. The only other example from this season is the, uh, uh, the actor brain. Yeah, because that that kind of helps her, um, like motivate the troops kind of and come up with a plan in that episode, which I really liked. And then, yeah, similarly, I, I agree with you that this one is. It kind of ties in that way as well. I just feel like the coyote group that she's working with is, who is this crazy person? (laughs) And why does she keep changing her voice on us? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's pretty amusing. I really enjoyed the the brain. I thought, I agree, I think that even though it was very dominant, um, it was used in a nice way. And Chris, I agree with what you said about how it was still, you know, just 
what both of you were saying about how it was it still felt like live and everything and um yeah i thought it was pretty amusing how it worked in with the coyote stuff um mainly just because <laughs> i thought it was interesting just because it seemed like for some of the people like the first two um people that she scratched it almost was a you know, it almost like eased the tension of the situation and everything. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, obviously at the end of the day, these people are going to be happy, but I think just the stress of the journey they've been on and sort of still being sick and, uh, and, you know, building up to actually getting scratched and everything, it probably just was, you know, it, it sort of, I think sets the tone for these people that it's like, you're safe now. Like, you know, it's, even though they have no idea why she's doing it or anything, it still probably just came off as lighthearted and fun. But yes, I think the Coyote group themselves are still all, they all probably think she is uh, insane. So. <laughs> Which is great. Because that just further cements that a lot of these new zombies won't don't really experience what a full brain feels like and that sort of silly nonsense that can come from it mm -hmm. like weird christian cowboy brain that we got today <laughs> with this episode with major and whatever the heck his face is russ russ right should yeah. be easy to remember right <laughs> russ wink russ wink Roach? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Alliteration, gotta love it. <laughs> I, I zombies never met a, never met a name. It didn't like to uh, to alliterate. Um, but uh, yeah, no, and I, I also think part of part of that their kind of reaction too. It's like, is yeah, that you know most of these zombies are are kind of eating brain tubes, but also like we always forget too that part of. Uh, well, now Liv's team, not Mama Leon's anymore, uh, some of them are humans, mm -hmm. which I think is is also a really cool thing. And now we see Peyton now join, sort of joining the team in that way, too, being another human ally um, to the cause with her getting the uh, the money from, uh, was it Casper is the criminal, I believe, right? The, um, mm -hmm. And which, which we can talk, talk about more why I think that storyline in and of itself and everything that goes with it with Mr. with uh, Stacy Boss returning is both uh, uh, it, it's a plus on the patent side and there's some entertainment value in it but overall I think it's a it's a it's a negative for the episode and the show this season um, but, uh, but yeah I, I'm 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 happy to see we were also, we the three of us were speculating last week about what Peyton's action would be to live and that um, it ended up being the, oh, let me help, instead of the, what are you doing, like, you know, I, I work for the mayor, we could get thrown in jail for the kind of thing. I think that, I was, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that there was sort of no BS there. Um, I do think I would have liked her only to have maybe shown some caution for Liv just doing this in her, in the home. I mean, like we talked about, I didn't, I don't want it. I didn't want it to necessarily, like, blow up or turn into anything big, um, but I don't know. I, th I wish there was maybe a little bit of pushback on just, like, oh, like, you're doing this in our home, um, but then show, like, how she wants, you know, she's, like, you could have, you know, flipped it of, like, you should have just, like, filled me in and told me because, like, I want to help. No, I, I agree, and I, I think my... Um, the only reason I'm okay with it is because I think it feels pretty true to who to Peyton's character, mm -hmm. and especially they laid they laid the groundwork a little bit with um, the the, zo the zombie bus driver. Um, yes, yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, so because they laid the groundwork with that and her not being able to help out in that situation, I I, I was more okay with it. But I I, I agree I agree with you that I was expecting like. A little, or maybe not even like what, like you're you're gonna get me in trouble, but more like, like live, like, are you sure about this? And then you know, Peyton maybe taking part of the episode to mull it over before she 
Ben joins. Um, but I also wonder if part of the reason they accelerated it too is, hey, we have 13 episodes and we got to just mm-hmm. go. You know, we can't we can't have Peyton contemplating it for a whole, you know, a whole 40, you know, 45 minutes this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with you 100 percent. I think that they've been planting the seeds to show that, um, like, at the end of the day, Peyton is, you know, she's she is sympathetic towards the zombies and these different, you know forms of crisis that are going on within new seattle and uh and yeah it feels true to her character to to i I guess stand up and want to help just for the greater good and that's what i've always appreciated about her character is you know in her positions and as uh you know da and everything else uh and just being a part of the the offices she's always I don't know, she's never been corrupted or tempted in any form by uh, these, what do I want to say, settings, I guess? Um, settings or sort of like jobs where uh, that those, you know, it goes hand in hand, these types of corruption and sort of lack of caring, so. The political corruption. Yeah. Yeah, she's never been motivated by, um, oh, I can get this better position, let me do X, Y, and Z, even though it goes against my character in order to get a higher ranking of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, Sean, one thing I wanted to bring up to you, do you think, uh, just because we're on the subject of Peyton now, my, I, just, I just had a lot of thoughts about like what the future with her is going to be with the group. Like, what do you think her role's going to be? Do you think they might want her, her to, like, somehow try to persuade Barakas into to making some type of, like, Seattle, like, wide change? Um, or, like, give them, in, like, intel into, like, what's going on behind the scenes of the government? Like, do you... To me, I, I guess my question is, aside from getting them the money in this episode, what do you think Peyton brings to the team? Because I'm happy that she's here. I think we're all happy that she's here. But now it's like, where do they where do they move forward with this? What's her role? She's probably going to be the one legitimating those ID cards, given her sort of power and access to Barakas's sort of stuff, per se, and. It's she's definitely not gonna convince Barakas because I don't think Barakas really has that kind of power at this point. It's more of mm-hmm. an military controlled police state because it feels like Chase Graves is more in charge than Barakas is in terms of the wall. Hundred percent. And who comes in and who comes out sort of deal. Barakas deals with who's inside already and maybe makes the laws that way, but he can't affect the wall itself because, well, you know, Fillmore Graves would be on him and uh, bye bye <laughs> So, No, I, I agree. That's a good... I didn't even think about her being the one to to legitimize the, the cards. Um, and I, I wonder if, if they even still... need legitimizing, because for the most part, I think they're already working, but yeah, it, it should ever cross her path. She could vouch for said person sure. or something like that. Like she's more of an ally role within the government. She may not play a huge role, but it's a connection they need. Definitely, yeah, I can, I, I agree. It's a valuable. She's definitely valuable. I guess I just didn't. I, 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 I kind of like that. I can't predict what she's gonna do. That's what I. I mean, that's. I don't like knowing. Obviously, like I, I like when the show can surprise me. Um, but yeah, she, no, I, she's gonna make love to Ravi while wearing, while he wears a nice suit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, while he wears the suit of armor. That a dead guy was in. Yeah, know? I was about to say that the 
that the victim was wearing. Oh boy, that was that was funny. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it was funny. I just uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad he's happy. You know. I'm glad they're both happy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they're both happy, and despite Robbie's wear zombie incident once a month. We should be fine. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but that, I mean, I guess this could be about two things then, because that makes me think, I mean, we're ju- kind of jumping all over the place this episode, which I think is is fine. Um, but, but speaking of uh, Robbie and Payne's relationship, obviously not in a good place is, is Clive and Bat Fazio. Um, yeah. It's... it's but do we think there's hope because of the big twist at the end of this episode? Like, uh, what, yeah, what? I mean, we're getting into some X Men three level craziness. Oh God, no, no! Don't bring up the last stand. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, it that came to mind because. Or even something along the lines of... Oh, man, I'm trying to think of... Ah, I've not played The Last of Us, so I can't attest to it. But... I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the forms of media where this character is the only one who's not affected by it, but could potentially be the one who saves them all. Um, but then that also would end the show, so I don't really want to talk about it too much because I don't want to. I don't want the writers to to hear this <laughs> and get any ideas. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't think Isabel's gonna end the show this season. <sighs> I hope not, because uh, we need at least a couple more seasons. Honestly, and people might be upset with me about this, I'd be okay with just one more if the show went out on a high note. Yeah, you know, one more. Seasons... Yeah, I, I need one more. I need I need a planned final season. Um I don't yeah. I don't want I don't want them like having to, to manufacture an ending at the end there, mm-hmm. but kinda um... like Castle or a little like Chuck. Oh what? Oh whoa 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 whoa! This is gonna turn into a whole nother podcast. The ending of Chuck is amazing. They knew they had a final season. Yeah, but I feel like that cliffhanger ending, though. Oh, it's not a. Mm, it's that's a well, discussion for another podcast. Okay, I, that that is one of my. It's a great. Endings. It's a great ending, but it's not a, it's not a cliffhanger though. Well, it's not okay. I. It's not. I, I correct my statement. It's it's a backdoor into a potential continuation. Uh, maybe I just think it's a plot any... thread that could still continue if they need to. I would but just it's argue... a good ending if if they don't. Sure, Fair. sure. Last thing I'll say about it is I think like any great ending, it it allows you to interpret it how you wish and run with it that way that's all i'll say there are people who can watch that and think and interpret it and think of things in different ways and i think either way is okay and either way is the good ending but getting back to iZombie um uh sorry it's just funny because even literally the chuck finale thing is like my background on twitter um but but the uh the uh with with Isabel, yeah, I, I I think she she has to be the the she has to be the um the like the next step towards the the cure like the actual cure though mm-hmm. because otherwise otherwise this is just like the saddest story yeah. in the world <laughs> you know like yeah if they make it a red herring. I'm gonna be pissed. Like I don't, I don't see how you can make it a red herring though, because there has to be. She's just immune to it, and then she dies, and that's it. 
Oh, Christ. No. She's too far gone in her disease. Yeah, literally oh. we open up on the next episode and she's dead. <laughs> well, There's just the a fun, funeral. Fun fact that we know that uh, the actress playing her, uh, uh, Isabella uh, Vitovic, who is fantastic, by the way, she's, if anyone's seen the film Wonder that came out last year, uh, she plays the sister in that movie. She she's really great. So when she when she showed up on the show, I was actually really happy to see her because um, I think she'll be she'll like add a lot to to the season. But I if you look on IMDb, it looks like and I also remember Raul posting something on Instagram about her like that she was gonna like blow people away this season. I'm pretty sure she's recurring for at least at least a couple episodes. <laughs> And then she just collapses on the floor and dies, and that's the end of that. Uh, that's just... Jeez. Obviously there's, obviously there's I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't We're actually want that... that to happen. We're saving it for May sweeps, man. It's only April 30th next next week. Um, you know they're saving it. They're saving it for the the big finale episode. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I I just I don't see. You can't introduce. You can't introduce something that big and then not have it be, um, I don't know, not have it be a huge. Yeah. I agree. I think that, you know, for where the show's at and, you know, I guess everything that's been presented, um, yeah, they can't, they can't mess with fans like that. Uh, that, um, I think she, I think she's going to be play an important role. And I, I, um, I, I also like the, uh, challenge that I, I like what this does for Liv as a character too, because this makes it so that Liv, you know, now Liv has to confront the fact too, like she can't, she might not be able to save this girl. Um, I know we were joking about her like just dying and not having it, a, having a bigger, impact but after you know uh, live already has that you know unfortunate um unfortunate problem of having to choose who live and who dies and now she comes face to face with a person and you know has looked them in the eyes and might not be able to save them i think that's that provides like another another kind of good uh dramatic punch for uh for live for for the rest of the season um, as well, so yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm all in for this Isabel storyline, and as, as I said before, the actress um, is is terrific. So I'm really really excited to see how she fits into it, and you know you know she's gonna be, you know Ravi's gonna be studying what the heck's up with her come next episode. Like you you gotta know that's gonna be happening. Yeah, and it would be interesting to see how this plays out because as I was telling blaze before you came back into existence um it could be a matter that she might not necessarily be a cure other than the fact that whatever she has may be preventing her from like preventing her body from doing anything but uh... fight what's going on it could uh, be one of those autoimmune disorders. That's so sad. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't I, put that out into the universe, Sean. <laughs> I, it's just a thing that crossed my mind and could lead to some interesting plot points it, down it, the line. It could. It could. And it's just one of those things that it could be she's just one of those few who can't be zombified because of what she's already having to deal with. Because her body's probably already on its way out. And I don't want... And I'm not like trying to joke about death or disease taking people, but it could be where the show is going with that. But who knows? She could end up being another variation of the cure and it might be something that could inevitably start changing people who 
don't want to be zombies back into humans again. But then that leads into the question of if if they became zombies to escape whatever they were dealing with, would that just come back and bite them in the butt? So, like, if a cancer patient yeah. zombified, would they still have the cancer when they are quote-unquote revived? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to think not. It, I, and honestly, what, what, <laughs> what, like, the more immediate question for me is, is like, what? Because you know they're not going to be able to keep Isabel a secret. Mm-hmm. No. So, like, what's gonna happen when someone like Chase Graves or Blaine or or God forbid Angus finds out about her? Like, is Chase Graves gonna look at her as an opportunity? Because like, he's all about the zombie race and keeping that intact, but he's also gonna look at her and go, "Huh? Well, if I can turn some of these people back into humans and not have a brain shortage anymore." And is Blaine going to look at her and see that and go, hey, like, you're screwing... A threat to my... Yeah. Exactly. And is Angus going to say, oh, you're um, you're impure, you're taking away the zombie race, like... You're the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, though, like... That's what, I, that's what I'm really curious about. Yeah. I think this was overall, though, the introduction of this character was a nice surprise just because again it's something that i don't think i had ever expected or anticipated um and it once again kind of flips the whole dynamic of the show um on its head for sure i i I agree with that it it makes i mean i've already been enjoying the season but it adds another wrinkle Mm -hmm. that again like unexpected but also that just like it gives it, like, because we're, what, eight episodes in? Yep. Yep. So we got five left, and so, like, now, like, we got, like, that's, like, that's, this is kind of, like, where the major stakes, even more than Liv getting found out what she's doing, are, are, are starting to come in. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I couldn't agree more with you, Blaze, um, about it. don't know what else I can add because there's not much else to be said about this. Uh, about the episode? <laughs> uh, just this speci- well, no, just this specific little character moment. I have plenty to say about everything else. I mean, just Major and Russ alone provide another at least ten minutes of discussion. Because we've got the brain, we've got the whole country music instance. Well, before before we get before we get too far gone in the comedy, because yeah, there are definitely some more. Believe me, Liv's lines alone in this episode could be an entire could be an entire like installment of this podcast. But um, I I want to I want to see like am I alone in in thinking that. Mr. Boss coming in is one a way too convenient for the time that Peyton's getting the money. Two, I have three points here. Two, one more like one character and one plot too many for this season. And three, um, somewhat could be end up being a rehash of things we've seen before. Because yeah, yes, I I love Eddie uh, Jemison. I believe is how you say his name. Who who plays him? He's a great performer. I, him, Donnie, and Blaine, like they're all back and forth when they were debating whether the the dude at the, uh, the that uh, at the bus site, like whether he was dead or not when the zombies were attacking. He's like, oh, his legs moving. Oh, that's like a nerve response or whatever. That whole bit was hysterical. Don't get me wrong. They're all he's always entertaining. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Again, yeah. Sorry. What? So what do you guys think? Because like I just. I was very mixed on it. No, I think um, I think it's disappointing just because 
I don't know, he's a character we could have done without at this point, and I think, yeah, it just feels like a rehash uh, of... It just feels like an unnecessary antagonist. Um, I guess I've really enjoyed where they've sort of taken everything, and he was a nice addition in previous seasons, but he sort of served his purpose, and he's... The character is just, you know, he always is sort of one note or, like, one angle in terms of his presence. Um, And, yeah, I think it was just an unnecessary thread to, I don't know, it was a forced way to basically give Blaine, and now Boss, obviously, but I think more importantly, Blaine, a way to stumble his way into discovering the, you know... Uh, just Liv and Peyton being a part of the smuggling and that whole business and kind of like we've talked about in the past how this show is, you know, always does a phenomenal job of uh, linking its storylines together so subtly and weaving these webs that, you know, just natural feel like they come together so naturally. And, um, and I think this was the first time, at least this season, where it's felt very forced and very heavy-handed in terms of, like, Peyton gets involved with smuggling. Liv says, we need money. Peyton gets money. Who's looking for money? Your favorite villain, Stacy Boss. <laughs> I, you know, like, it was just, like, it just felt so very forced to me. Yeah, and, Sean, I want to get your thoughts on it. I, I have one more thought about another reason why he's there which i think could have been achieved through other means but uh, is your are you are you of the same mind of me and blaze are were you happier to see him happier to see him than we were on the one hand it was really nice to see him back because i'm like where did he go what is he doing is he dead is he a zombie um but you're right there is now too many antagonists in this show and we are now going into a too many cooks situation where we have <laughs> literally Angus Blaine Mr. Boss Fillmore Graves Chase Graves by himself as a another antagonist and uh hmm, I don't know humans in general yeah six and then you have the date and then you have the week to week murderers exactly and i think that's my thing too it's like if the show were to abandon one of those aspects you can bring mr boss in but like it's got so much it's got so many balls it's juggling and then the only reason to me like i aside from what blaze said which i i I brought up and i agree with that again that's to you know, potentially put more pressure on Peyton and also connect her and live with Blaine is this idea that Blaine is able to like give Angus and his congregation like a, a brain feast to sort of tide them over so that maybe they don't end up coming to Romero's like twice a week now, mm-hmm. you know? And also I think that that's whether they're prisoners or not, I think that that now this, you know, the other attacks that maybe they've done haven't gone on Fillmore Graves' radar as much. You can't overtake a prison bus and not have Chase Graves find out about it. And so, and and that's my thing. So then, and then Chase Graves is going to, you know, talk to Blaine, like, hey, what are your sources? Is Blaine then going to lie to Chase Graves? Is Chase Graves going to find out that it's Blaine's father? Is that going to complicate their business relationship? And so, like, I understand sort of why they did it. I just – and, like, I'm okay with that end result, but I don't think Mr. Boss – you know, I don't think Stacy Boss had to be the means by which it was done. Um, yeah, no, so, okay, I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy here being too nitpicky because um, that was just – that was the only thing – that was the main thing from this episode to me that was a little bit of a detract, uh like uh, uh, kind of a, 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 a detractor for me, or a you know the one thing I thought was was a kind of weak link, other than the fact that Clive did not get nearly excited about LARPing as he did about D and D. But you know, he, he almost went, did. He almost did. 
I know. And I got so excited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this this might come. I, for a second, I was like, this might match uh, 20-Sided Die last year's uh, D&D episode. And then Clive didn't get excited. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. 20-Sided Die is still now the gold standard because it had excited Clive being all pumped about playing D&D. And well, he had a bunch of other things on his mind, though, this episode. That's why he could have used some LARPing, man. He could have used some LARPing with everything going on with him and him and Basio. And then he finds out that the freaking, uh, like, killers, the the killer killed the uh, the friend because he was sleeping with the wife and they were human. And that, so he literally gets, like, the worst-case scenario of what could happen with him and Basio put in front of him. It's yeah. just like... Uh, this was this was a one of Clive's not good, very bad days. It was just like, oh man. Yeah, I instead of larping, he was moping. So you know that that's his problem, unfortunately. You got to get a T-shirt made with that on it. Larping and moping. Don't uh, don't be what's it called? Don't be moping, be larping, or something like that. I, don't ask me, man. I'm not. I don't feel. I don't feel too clever right now. But there's there's something there. And when you make all the money, I want like ten percent, and I'll be I'll be alright. <laughs> so it'll probably be enough just to cover the the podcast hosting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll yeah we'll be able to. We'll be able to get the the. We'll be able to buy our studio. That's what that's what we'll do. <laughs> It'll be right right in between California and Pennsylvania, right in the middle of the country. So Kansas. Yeah. Oh God. That's, uh, nothing. Nothing against anybody in Kansas. That just that sounds like a terrible trip. Just to, hey, we're gonna go to Kansas just to record. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound entertaining. Actually, no offense to anyone actually living in that area. No, can't, I've, I've never been to Kansas. I'm sure it's wonderful. Hey, Superman's from Kansas. Superman's my favorite superhero, but I've never been to Kansas. And uh, going there to record in a booth, you know, I'd, I'd at least like to see some cornfields, you know? It's a real <laughs> experience. Um, and now I'm, I've stereotyped people from Canada and Kansas in this episode, so I'm, I'm doing Way to go, Chris. Way to go. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. But, uh... But yeah, um, that I mean, I don't know. As far as major story threads go, that, that's everything I kind of had on my mind. Um, Nothing about major. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, it was funny. I want to know what he was talking to Liv about because we don't hear mm-hmm. their conversation, and I wonder if that's important or if it's just because there, there's um there's episode stills of rose and robert together and so i wonder if it was a scene that got cut from the final cut of the episode (laughs) or if that's it's more significant that we didn't hear what they were saying because especially i'm curious what it all means because um you know last time we like like uh because peyton tells major or tells Liv about major's behavior in this episode too like, how about him, like, messing up the uh, newspaper office and lying about it? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm wondering, like, what, what, what was going on there? So I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know I, anyone... think, I think she was confronting him about that, and he was sort of probably setting the story straight. I hope, because it we didn't see the outcome of that conversation. Well, that, we don't saw the conversation itself. That, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like if there was a confrontation, I think that's something we need to see. And yeah. maybe we will in a flashback. But maybe I, I don't know. Then if it's just that type of confrontation, then why why hide it from us in this episode? Because Zombie Thunderdome set to Fox on the Run. <laughs> I did. I did like how the main guy was uh, <laughs> fell for Liv and her her LARPing talk. That was funny too. Yeah, that was enjoyable. That was that was good. Yeah, which by by the way, it just now that we're on the topic of that again, uh, 
my my favorite one had to be your Sir Clive Babineau, Zombie Slayer, Survivor of the Pits of Max Rager, Cracker of Suspects, and Daydream Lover of the Women of Precinct Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was incredible. And then when she said that she had slain the foul, the slain the rodent foul, no more will his pestilent droppings threaten the purity of our tools and provisions, and our boxes of cardboard will forevermore go unnawed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I had way too much fun with like that. How she called? What was the what was the oh god? What was the thing she called? Was it the bone saw that she called the? Uh... Was it the Spine Ripper? Yeah, something like that. Spine Killer? I I just, I don't know. I'd wait, and then her calling Clive my lord and your grace throughout the whole episode. Like, my liege? Can you stop calling me my lord? <laughs> yeah. Yes, my liege. Oh, here it is. I actually have it written down. The Spine Ripper, a choice most excellent. <laughs> I just, I just, I had... Some of the line, I literally wanted to just write. I, I half my notes from the other night when I was watching this were just quotes from Liv, um, and then one really uh, suggestive one from from Blaine, which I could not believe. You, do you guys know which one I'm talking about? Where he's he's sitting, he's talking to Angus, and it's when Angus is like essentially teaching the congregation how to eat properly. And Blaine, Blaine goes, swallowing on demand. That is a power that I should never be entrusted with. And I was, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, that's why we got the TV 14 for suggestive dialogue. All right. Um, but uh, I just, again, David Anders' delivery of that was uh, terrific. Um yeah, uh, I got. I could go on and on about quotes and stuff, but I don't want to make this a three-hour-long episode for our <laughs> listeners. So, I mean, I do, but you know, that's a different story. <laughs> Blaze has an MCU marathon to finish. We gotta let. <laughs> we gotta let him go. <laughs> I mean, I have a much longer Power Rangers marathon to get through. Yes, but you well. have to be finished it by tomorrow night. No, because that would be insane. Exactly. Exactly. You'd you'd need a TARDIS for that. See, bringing it full circle, you guys. Uh... Eh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. 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 I liked how quiet that was too. <laughs> I was, yeah, you know, I was thinking up that whole thing when I, that, that's what I was doing when the Skype call dropped. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're never gonna see the joke coming. Um, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but this was a fun episode it was even with the little instances that we weren't really a big fan of I hope they do something a little bit more with Stacy Boss's character than just make him the crime lord he is because we've already seen that it's old news at this point so I want to see something creatively done with it um, because they've managed to reinvent, they managed to reinvent pretty much every character on the show at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. And even Angus has been reinvented. Uh, yeah. Still, much still to our still dismay. I just, I still don't love the, I just don't love the story. It's got nothing to do with anything else besides the storyline. I'm taking any outside things out of it. I just... I don't like the. I just eh, that that has been the one thing this season. Like I'm I'm a little more okay with it now because it's being tied in with Blaine. Um, but you know, meh. Yeah, it. I never loved Angus as much as everybody else, though. I I think. I'm not a fan of his character either. It's just the show has reinvented characters. On multiple occasions, not true. even not even just the week to week lives on a new brain sort of dealio, but like season wide, season long character growth and change. 
and even reinvention because major has gone through probably the most change out of the main four. Tis tis true, my lord. Tis true. And to be bringing back this character who just upped and vanished mm-hmm. before the end of the season. Um, there needs to be some sort of change with him. Like, it may even be as little as, oh, he becomes a zombie. Sure, why not? I just think if he's going to stick around, kill him off by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, 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 we've moved on to, to other villains, and he's been fun, but I don't know. Like, even how he... There's no explanation for how he got into the creative brains, even. It's just like, yo, what's up? Like, <laughs> like I can get I can get through Seattle's borders because I'm I'm Stacy Boss. And like, listen, I believe it, but still, like, I would I would like some explanation. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just what I want to see going forward. I agree. Is the same level of character change and development that we've seen in even some of the more slightly minor characters on the show. Because, you know, that that's kind of what humans not just speaking in a generalization term here, not that humans and zombies can't zombies can't change because they're not human or whatnot, but in general change happens over time. And for a character to stay the same way throughout the entirety of a show or even the, he disappears and comes back and nothing's changed. It just, it doesn't feel right. And it kind of takes me out a little bit that he's still pretty much the same way he was when he left. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get, right now he's he's more to me he's more of a plot device than anything else. Yeah, and yeah. if he is, so be it. But just end it, boom, done. He's gone. Yeah. Whether he goes away forever again, or he straight up dies. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd like him. I, I'd even be cool with him just like pissing off Angus or something in the next episode or two, and then <laughs> just being just being eaten. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and then he just like sends the flock on him and then Blaine goes no dad I didn't get my money yet something, like you know like I don't know something along the like the dark humor of that again similar to to their back and forth like oh, wait and now he's dead mm-hmm. now he's definitely dead like that that like again like that kind of funny back and forth but uh yeah we shall we shall see you know we'll see if they have room for it next week with everything going on between Isabel and rapper Liv so Oh man, the brains this season, I will have to say, have been some of the more top-notch brains. Even if they don't play out as well as we'd like them to, they still have been a fun a fun ride. So, yeah, definitely. I look forward to it. <laughs> for sure. I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped for next week as well. So, any final thoughts? Um, I want to quickly give a shout out to um, uh, Maddie M A T T I, uh, whose Twitter handle is at Lives More, which is uh, really good. Um, just real quickly, I just want to say uh, Maddie was nice enough to uh, to reach out via Twitter. Um, and, and sent some kind words uh, about my reviews, um, which were nice. But more importantly, she said, uh, you know, when I responded to her thanking her for that, or him for that, sorry, I'm not sure, but <laughs> thanking them for that. Um, I also, And then uh, they said, I also love your work on iZombie Radio. You guys plus the, the iZombie podcast uh, with um, Steph and, uh, with, excuse me, with Robin and Steph. Uh, truly make the experience as a fan such a delight. So, 
I just want to say, I think on behalf of the three of us, like getting feedback like that, made, it definitely made my day better. Um, and uh, I really appreciate Maddie for reaching out to us about that. And uh, just, you know, again, guys, if you write to us, we will read what you say out on the show. Um, we, 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 we got, uh, we, we got a lot of retweets and likes for the, the feedback tweet, um, that I, that I put out and, uh, but no, no, no replies to that tweet. How how many of those retweets and likes were from Andy though? None. Oh, all right. Yep. They're all from our followers, which is great. I love that you guys are liking the post. And retweeting, <laughs> but but reply to it too because we want to hear your thoughts. So anyway, I just want to again take a shout out to Maddie. Uh, thanks again for your comments um, and the, and the kind words. Uh, I'm happy you I'm happy you like my reviews, but I'm I'm and I'm even happier that you like listen to the three of us goofballs talk about the show every week because uh, we have a blast doing it. So it, it means a lot when we hear that people are are enjoying uh, enjoying what we do. So. Yeah, and I mean, you guys can email us, too. If you don't feel like putting it on Twitter, you can email us. We will read the emails. I think at least one of us has access to the email account. I don't remember which one of us does, but one of us does. We, we all we all do. Oh, we all do? Okay, good. I, yeah. I haven't looked at it in months. I don't remember things. My life has went upside down a couple times. You know, the usual. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, email, however you want to send us feedback, or if you have any suggestions or comments or whatever, let us know. We'll get back to you, or we'll read it on the air. Um, as long as long as it's, we'll read it on the air as long as it's somewhat, somewhat friendly and supportive, and you know, appropriate. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Can't forget those appropriatenessness things I don't know I can't English today either I'm having problems it's 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 contagious nah I just am not I'm not fluent in the English language or in any language for that matter Um, anything else? No, we've covered everything I want to talk about. Yeah, that's uh, that's it for me again. I just wanted to make sure that you know, um, you know, we acknowledge what Maddie had to write. And uh, yeah, again, fun episode. Looking forward to next week's. And uh, yeah, overall good season so far. Got off to a little rocky, bit of a rocky start, and then. But pretty smooth sailing. Yeah. Oh, I. Just, just as a reminder. Don't constantly request country music over and over and over again at a bar unless it is a country bar. Just, just a word to the wise. First the Chuck finale, now this, then be fighting words. But again, we'll save it. We'll save it for another podcast. You can request a couple country songs. That's fine. But just don't constantly keep doing it to the point where you make Donnie show up and go, you're making these people want to be more dead than they already are. All right. right. Plugs. 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 Plays. What are you you plugging? I'm being serious. Let's go. Find me uh, at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. I, again, similar to last week, I'm just kind of uh, dormant right now. I am actually uh, switching. I'm sort of in the process of uh, starting a new job, so that's taking up a lot of my time in the transition out of my current job. So uh, I am doing a Marvel rewatch. That's been taking up all my free time. Uh, so, you know, feel free to chime in if you see my thoughts on there. Um, otherwise, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, get back to Comic Convo once I get settled in and, uh, you know, start, uh, writing some new stuff once my schedule smooths out. And that's about it for me.
you know, there's two of you. One of you has the cho- <laughs> one of you has the choice right now. I mean, I was letting Sean get back to his usual hosting duties because it is his week to host. It uh, is my week to host. So, Chris, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, as always, guys, you can find me at CKinger13 on Twitter. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, with with, uh, with Maddie's response, um, I obviously I review iZombie every week, um, so you can find those on Twitter. Uh, every other week, it's Supergirl and Riverdale, um, New Girl every week, Arrow every week, uh, and yeah, that's it for the most part. Um, I guess I can sort. I mean, I sort of can announce this. I mean, it's not a huge thing, but uh, over the summer, I'm gonna be trying to like start up my own personal blog where you can all my writing can be found and everything. Um, so be on the lookout for that when I share that. Uh, I'm gonna be trying to do like a, you know, I'll, I'll try to have all my TV stuff there and uh, maybe maybe some other things as well, some 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 film stuff, maybe some book stuff. Um, but yeah, just be on the lookout. The best the best way to get in contact with, with me or to see what I'm up to is just by following me on Twitter. Again, that's at Seekinger13. And honestly, I was just joking about the whole country music thing. Uh, dude, again, I I just I was just messing with you. I just figured. I figured we just had, we should we should, I saw the opportunity to get into the plugs and I was just like let's do it let's do it yeah no but yeah I singing so yeah nope. you know Nobody honestly we have good fun here and a lot of what I have said today is just to rile Chris up because it's fun uh, <laughs> I, I'm taking nothing personally or seriously man never do oh no when we do this to each other quite frequently um, it's fun. It's fine, but yeah, yeah. you Just can like find. Just like how the Power Rangers is the worst TV show out there. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to slightly agree with you on that, but there's much worse out there. It's not great. It's not even good. But there's worse. <laughs> there's much. Uh, you know, like Jersey Shore 2.0. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Plugs. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at Snarky Sean on Twitter. I mean, that's pretty much my usual stomping grounds. Uh, my other podcasts are listed there. Delicious Flavor, Geekishly Toku. I watch stuff and I talk about stuff. I mean, that's pretty much all I do. Uh, don't really write too much for the Marvel Report now. I'm mostly just staring at other people's articles and going, you forgot the letter H there. Instead of it saying the, it says te. Um, because that's life as an editor. Um, but yeah, the snarky Sean on Twitter. Oh, also one last little thing, please, for the love of God, do not put salt and ice together on your skin. Please, for the love of God, don't do it. It's a thing people are doing just as a PSA. Uh, but you can find this podcast on Twitter at iZombie radio. I mean, you can, literally contact us there or our Facebook page under the same name or our email iZombieRadio at gmail.com there's other things too that I think you can reach us at probably not but maybe I don't know Um, please rate review the show on iTunes or whatever your podcasting app of choice is seriously we need feedback what are we doing right what do we need to improve on? Are we doing okay? Like, are we just a bunch of bumbling bozos talking about a TV show? I don't know. Let us know, please. Um, and the final thing, we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network, so if it's a DC Comics property, chances are we have a podcast about it. Unless you happen to be um, Lucifer or Gotham. Uh, we just don't have podcasts for those. But if you if you like any of those other shows that aren't Lucifer or Gotham, we have a podcast for you. So, DCTV Podcast on Twitter. And yeah, this has been a, a weird plugging section because I like to ramble. And with that, we mm. wish you all a good night. <laughs> <laughs>